On the Pasuk, this is a Pasuk speaking about the Koyin bringing over the bird, that's a carbon oil, to the Mizbeach, and doing the process called Meliko, which is instead of the Shechita that's done by other animals. And burn it on the Mizbeach. The blood will be squeezed out onto the wall of the Mizbeach. Rashi quotes the words, and he explains that this is an expression of, Rashi quotes to Psukim, Mitzapayim, which would be like the pressing out of anger, a possible that we'll discuss a little bit more later in the Sikha. Another Pasuk, he offers hamates, that the milking has come to an end. Again, we'll discuss this Pasuk a little bit later. So Rashi says, Koivish beis ashchita, that in our case, the Koyin presses the bird, the part where it was slaughtered, onto the wall of the Mizbeach, and the blood gets squeezed out and runs down on the wall of the Mizbeach. Now, simply what Rashi is coming to explain is the word venimtza. This is a word that doesn't appear earlier in Chumash. It's generally not a word, word that's common in Torah, and therefore Rashi explains to us that it's an expression of mitzapayim or ki'afes hamitz. The Rebbe says we need to understand what is the connection of this to the explanation that Rashi gives afterward, right afterwards, how he explains how this is done. That you take the base hashchita, you take the bird, and you press it against the wall of the mizbeach, the blood gets squeezed out and comes down. Why is that important and part of the explanation and translation of the word venimtza? Rashi puts them both together, usually, and Rashi would usually put these two kind of things separately. If Rashi wants to explain how it was done, that would be in a separate Dibur HaMaschil, different to the translation of the word Venimtza. Second of all, the Rebbe asks, why does Rashi need two proofs for the word Venimtza? Why isn't one enough? A third question the Rebbe has is, why does Rashi bring specifically these two psukim when there are other psukim in Nach as well? In fact, some of them being before these psukim that we just quoted. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, in Mishli, the place where Rashi brings the expression of mitz apayim, Rashi himself goes ahead over there and explains that word mitz. And he explains that it's in the word vayimetz tal. A story in Nach, a story in Shoiftim where Gidoin makes a sort of test to see if Hashem is really going to be with him. And he spreads out this piece of wool, a piece of fleece, and he says if only the wool is going to be wet with dew, then he knows Hashem is going to be with him. And then he squeezes out that piece of fleece, and everywhere else is dry, and this piece of fleece was full with dew. So seemingly Rashi should have brought that Pasuk, Vayimetztal, a Pasuk from Shoiftim. First of all, because that Pasuk appears before Mishli. And second of all, even in Mishli, we only know the word Mitzapayim, According to Rashi, from that Pasuk of Ayimetztal, the Pasuk in Shoiftim. A fifth question that Rebbe has. Within these proof itself that, that Rashi brings, he first brings Mitzapayim, which is a Pasuk in Mishli. Why does he bring that proof first, rather than the Pasuk he offers Hamates, which is a Pasuk that says earlier in Yeshaya. And finally, the Rebbe asks, that first Pasuk of Mishli, which says Mitzapayim, before the words Mitzapayim, it says... Two, twice, the words mit, the word mitz. It first says mitz cholov, that a milk, milk under pressure will produce butter, or cream. Or mitz af, dam, and the pressure of the nose will produce blood. So why does Rashi bring specifically the third time that it says mitz, mitz apayim? Says the Rebbe, the explanation of all of this is, that Rashi is actually over here coming not only to translate the word venimtza, but it's also coming to answer a question in our Pasuk. The word Venimtza, which we said means, and it will be squeezed out, 
is making it sound like as if it's something that's happening, not with the intention of you're doing something to squeeze it out. But as a result of something else, blood came out. Blood is coming out onto the wall of the Mizbeach. Whether it's from the burning of the bird on the Mizbeach, or through the Malikov, through the, through the act of, uh, of, of, of uh, slitting the neck. So the question is, we know earlier by a carbon oil from Behema, there were a number of different avoidos by the, by the carbon. We have shechita, we have the slaughtering, we have spraying the blood on the Mizbeach, we have Akhtar burning the animal on the Mizbeach. So the question is, by the bird, the avoid of shechita, we have something similar to it with Malika. We have the burning of the animal and the bird on the Mizbeach. But we don't find anything by the bird that should be similar to the avoid of doing something to get the blood onto the Mizbeach. This is why Rashi brings the proof from the word Venimsa, from the psukim that he does, and immediate, as we'll soon see, and, and immediately also explains that the Venimsa, the fact that the blood is being squeezed, is actually happening because the person is doing something. There's a particular act that he's doing, he's pressing the base Ashkita, that part of the bird that was slaughtered, he's pressing it against the wall of the Mizbech, and then the blood gets squeezed out. Similar to the idea of Baibahima that the Koyin is doing an avoid of spraying the blood onto the Mizbeach. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand the proof that Rashi brings from these Psukim. Because it is in these Psukim specifically that we understand that the word Venimtza, or that Shoydish word Mitz, is specifically connected with something that the person is doing an act, that he's pressing it in order to get that, that, that blood out. And the Rebbe explains. The Pasuk and Mishli that we quoted before, that first says, Mitzchalov Yoitzi Chemo. Under pressure, the milk will produce the, the butter. Under pressure, the blood will give out blood. That's not going to be a proof for our Pasuk that the Nimtza has to be in a way that you're pressing the bird against the Mizbeach. Why is that? Because when it comes to butter coming from milk, or blood coming from the nose, that doesn't come from an act of pressing the milk, or pressing the nose. Rather, it's going to come by, if it gets hit by something, if it gets banged around, if it's beaten, that's the way butter comes out of milk. In fact, in the unedited version of the Sikha, the way the Rebbe said it originally, by the Fabrengen, the Rebbe connects the word butter to the word batter, like something's battering, in other words, being banged around. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, sometimes the cream or the, the butter will float up by itself onto the milk, and the same thing with blood coming from the nose, it came by itself, it could sometimes come by itself as we could see practically. So therefore these psukim wouldn't be, these words wouldn't be a proof for Rashi, what Rashi is trying to say that no, there needs to be the act of actually pressing and squeezing the blood out. And this is why Rashi uses the end of that posuk, mitzah payim yoitziriv, that the pressing of the anger produces a fight, produces arguments and quarrels. Because the, because mitz over there is in the same way like pressing the bird against the mizbeach. Because when you press, when you squeeze, when you push out the anger to the outside, that's what's going to cause, as the Pasek says, will cause fights, will cause arguments. Now this proof itself is still not going to be enough. Why? Because the pressing or the pushing from the anger to the outside is not an act, in a, is, not, is not doing something with a physical action. Different to the bird where you're actually pressing or squeezing the bird against the Mizbeach. This is why Rashi brings another posik. And he says, Ki ha that the milking has ended. 
What does the Pasuk mean over there as Rashi explains? Rashi says there it's referring to the milk and the cream as a result of that, that's squeezed out, that comes out, that's pressed out of the sheep and the cattle. Now there, milk definitely comes through an action, and the milk comes, how does it come? Not by hitting it or beating the animal, but by squeezing to get out the milk. Now why is this Pasuk, he offers our mates not enough? Because the context of that Pasuk over there is that, as Rashi explains over there, that the richness of the, speaking about Moyov over there, is all going to be over, it's going to be, their wealth, their glory is going to be over, because they're not going to have any more that which came from the, from their, from their cattle, the milk that came from it, etc., etc. So the Rebbe says, in that Pasuk itself, again, not necessarily we would be able to say that the word mitz is referring to the act of squeezing. It's rather just a description of all that richness and glory that comes from the sheep and the cattle, which is a result of the milk that came from the cow. As Rashi explains over there, Hamitz Shilcha. What does mitz mean? Rashi says, your richness, your glory that you had because of your sheep and cattle, from which you have gotten the milk and butter. But again, therefore, the Pasuk office amates itself, which is really referring to the result, the richness that they had, wouldn't be a proof that mitz means squeezing or pressing. Therefore, Rashi goes needs that first proof from mitzapayim, where there it's actually referring to the act of pressing or pushing out that anger. Now, why doesn't Rashi bring the proof from Shoftim, where it says, where he had squeezed out the dew out of the fleece, which there definitely is an act. So the Rebbe says, because in that same Pasek in Shoftim, before the words Vayomit Tal, the Pasek first says, Vayizar Eshagizo. What does Vayizar Eshagizo mean? Rashi explains that he, fer- that he squeezed or he pressed the fleece. Rashi says, Loshin Machbish, Loshin of pressing. So since we have already in that Pasek the expression of pressing, so when it says Vayomit Tal, that says right afterwards, it must be not the act of the pressing, within the fleece itself, but rather we're speaking again about the fact that the dew was squeezed out, came out from the fleece. As the Pasuk says, agiza, that the dew was squeezed out, was wrung out of the fleece, mayim, a full bowl of water. So again, in that Pasuk, for Rashi over here to use it wouldn't have been a proof enough, because over there, is again the fact that it's being squeezed out, but it's not focusing on the act of squeezing. The act of the pressing, that was in the pre- previous word, Vayazar. And therefore, it's not going to be an accurate example for our case where we want to say that the Nimtsodomi is coming to emphasize that you need to have that act of pressing and squeezing the Beis Hashchita. Why is it that in Mishli, where Rashi is explaining Mitzah Payim, there Rashi does use this, this example of Vayom Tal? Says the Rebbe, because in Mishle, what Rashi is coming to explain is, the Pasuk over there, as we said before, says three things. There's Mitzcholov, the milk that came from, the, that, that was under pressure, and Mitzaf, the nose that, that the blood had come out from, and Mitzapayim, when the anger is being pressed. So Rashi over there is trying to tell us the common denominator between all of these things in Mitz, and there, it's not about how it's being done, it's not about how it's being pressed. It's clearly going to be done differently by milk and by the nose and by the anger. Each one of these is going to happen in a different way, as we said. What Rashi is trying to say is that the Tzadashava, the common theme between these three things is the result. That Yoitzi, again, the, the Cholov, what comes out of it is, is, the, is, the, is, is the butter, etc. 
And from the nose, the blood, and from the anger comes out the fights. So Ra'ovivir, for this would be a good proof, what says in Shoiftim, Vayomitztal, that the dew was squeezed out, had come out from the, from the, from the fleece. But for, again, for our Pasuk, where the emphasis we're trying to speak about is that the act of pressing, that Pasuk wouldn't have been good enough. Says the Rebbe, based on all of this, we can understand why Rashi explains those words, Koivish Beis Hashchita, and he says that he presses the Beis Hashchita against the Mizbeach, and he explains it in the same Dibra Masel, where he's bringing the proof for the expressions of, of a Nimtza, because it is relevant to the point he's trying to make. He's trying to explain that Venimtza doesn't only mean what's being squeezed out. He's trying to tell us that Venimtza is actually being done by pressing it against the Mizbeach. In other words, just to summarize, Rashi is not coming to tell us another technical detail. Venimtza means it's squeezed out. And by the way, how is it going to happen? Because he's going to press it. No, the point Rashi was trying to make with these proofs was that Venimtza is a, is a kind of squeezing out that's happening as a result of you squeezing it intentionally, pressing it, and that's how the blood comes out. Says the Rebbe, what still needs to be understood is, why is it so important to say that the squeezing of the blood is coming by pressing the base Hashchita, and therefore Rashi needs all these proofs? Why can't we say that it's happening in some other way that the blood is coming out? So the Rebbe says, based on what we explained earlier, Rashi is trying to explain to us that Venimtza is the act in similar to, like when the Koyim sprays the blood of the, of the Behemoth, the Mizbeach here, the Koyim is doing an act to get the blood out of the bird. Therefore, the Rebbe says, it's obvious that there needs to be a certain similarity between these, these, these actions. And this is going to happen only if he's actually pressing and squeezing out the Beis Hashchita, getting the blood out. Why is that? So let's look at the example of blood, for example, where someone got a bang, someone was beaten, and blood came out. Whether it's like the example we said before from the Pasuk, mitzaf yoitzidam. So the blood came out of the nose, but how did it happen? It's not that there's a constant beating or banging of the nose and blood is coming out. Rather, there was a certain bang, a certain clop that the person got that caused that the blood starts coming out and then it's just flowing by itself. As opposed to liquids that come by actually pressing and squeezing like milking the cow, then it's the, the liquid, the milk in this case, coming out is the result of a constant act of pressing on the animal. And since we're trying to say that the Nimtzah Domoy is similar to the Zerika, the spraying of the blood on the Mizbeach, when the blood is sprayed on the Mizbeach, the whole act of the blood coming is coming directly from the Koyin... The Koyin's act of spraying it onto the Mizbeach. It's not that he did something that caused that the blood should go on the Mizbeach. It's all happening because of the Koyin's act. Therefore, Rashi says so too. The Nimtzah Domwe is in a way that he's pressing the Beis Hashchita. He's actively causing the blood to come out the whole time. Not only doing something and having as a result of that the blood ending up oozing out. The Rebbe concludes with Yeinah Shel that in, in this Rashi. And the Rebbe says it's known what the Ramban tells us regarding the Avoides that we do with a carbon. That brings a kapara for the person. A person needs to think to himself that he had done a sin to Hashem with his body, with his soul, and really he would be deserving that his blood should be spilt and his body should be burnt, if not for Hashem's kindness, that Hashem is taking something instead. In other words, the blood of the carbon is instead of his blood, the life of the carbon is instead of his life, and so on. Says the Rebbe, this is the idea also, that we bring the fats of a carbon and the blood of the carbon on the Mizbeach. In Avoidus Adam, this means that the fats represents his pleasure, his delight. 
Blood represents his koch, that which he has a real strong enthusiasm in. These are the things that he has to offer up and give away to Hashem. Says the Rebbe, therefore, when we finish describing the first category of carbonis that the Torah describes, the carbon oila. As we know, oila also brings kapara. It brings a kapara for a mitzvah say if someone had not done a, a positive mitzvah, or lav shenitek say are certain types of averis that the Torah says, if you have done it, so then there's a certain mitzvah say that you could do to make up for it, so a carbon, it applies in these cases as well, a carbon oila that is. So Rashi tells us by the end, by this carbon, the nimtza domoi, that by the spraying of the blood, which as we know, the, that's the main kapara when the blood is sprayed, how does it happen? It has to happen in this way of pressing, of squeezing. And that's the idea of, in Avoidus Hashem, this is the idea of iskafia, of pressing, of subduing, and being mevatil, nullifying the person's metzius. And then the blood comes out. In other words, it gets squeezed out and it goes. The, it, the, the blood, the koch and the taivus oilum go out of the person. This is why Rashi brings the Pasuk Losha, and he says it's an expression of mitzapayim. Because in this idea of mitzapayim, the anger that's squeezed out, yoytziriv, causes a fight, this really expresses, and remembers the whole idea of what Avera is all about, and the way of tshuva, and the kapara for the Avera, as we will see. The Rebbe says, what's anger? Razal tells us regarding anger, that someone that gets anger is angry is as if he's oivet avaydazara. The Alt Rebbe explains this by saying that when a person is angry, it's as if his, his emunah, his faith in Hashem has left him because if he would believe that everything comes from Hashem, he wouldn't get angry when something happens. That means the idea of anger is really expressing an idea that a person is separating himself from Hashem. It's like Avoidah Zorah. Now really, this is what every single Aveira is all about, as the Alter Rebbe also explains in Tanya, that every single Aveira, when a person is transgressing, going against Ratzon Ha'elion, Hashem's will, he's ripping himself away, he's tearing himself away, away from Hashem, in a certain sense, similar to the idea of Avodah Zorah. But in a highlighted way, we said this is by cause, by anger. Says the Rebbe, this is the inner meaning, the deeper meaning of the Pasuk, Mitzah Payim Riv. Says the Rebbe, when a person does an Aveira, what happens? There's becoming a riv, so to speak, a quarrel. There's becoming strife between him and Hashem. Now, by anger, this is in a more emphasized way, in a more in, in a more in way that's more seen, not like by other Aveiras. It's only regarding very few things that we say it's ke'ilu oivad avaydazara, and therefore it says specifically regarding mitzapayim, regarding the anger that yoytzi riv does bring, so to speak, a disconnect between him and Hashem. It brings a fight, so to speak. A separation between him and Hashem. So that's the first aspect of the Pasuk. Now when the Yid brings the carbon and he does tshuva for the Aveira, now again we use the same expression, mitzah payim yoytziriv. That is what? That here we're now saying it in a different way. Now it's not that he's letting his anger out, but mitzah payim was saying, we said before, it means that when you're pressing it, but in this case we also mean that he's, in other words, holding it back, pressing it down that it shouldn't come out. There's also an aspect of getting angry, but getting the Yetzirah angry at his Yetzirah. This is generally really what we're speaking about. The tshuva is that the person is now trying to knock down his anger or knock down his Yetzirah. The Rebbe says again, generally, this is true regarding every Aveda, because what's tshuva for the Aveda where he's pressing down, he's crushing the Yetzirah, which had caused him to be over on Hashem Zeratzin, to tear him away from Elikus. And therefore, Yoytzi Riv, what does Yoytzi Riv in this case mean? 
causing the fight with the Yetzer Hara. Says the Rebbe, this is actually why the expression of the Pasuk is mitz apayim, instead of af, apayim, loshen rabim, in the plural. Because the anger that we're speaking about is number one, there's the anger that we that brought originally, the fight with the Eibishter Achman and so to speak. That's one aspect of it. But then there's the opposite aspect. There's the fact that the person is pressing his anger, subduing himself, and to separate himself from the Isra, from the Aveda, when he's doing Tshuva and bringing the carbon, And that now is bringing the fight with the Yetzir Hara. Says the Rebbe, one could ask... Since a yid on his own definitely is not shaykh to any sort of Aveira. As the Alter Rebbe says that a yid neither he wants to nor he can be separated from Hashem. And the fact that it even happens that a person falls through an Aveira is so to speak as if Hashem has set it up that there's a Yetzir Haren causes a person to do an Aveira, etc., etc. And that's why we say that ultimately every single yid will do tshuva and come back and no one will be pushed away forever. What was the point? Why did the need even be this concept that there could be a Yerida, there could be a descent, there could be a concealment as a result of the Aveira? And this is where Rashi goes on and says, and brings the next Pasuk. What's Rashi telling us? This is referring to, we said before, the milking that comes from the sheep and the cattle. That is, again that comes from squeezing, from pressing. And this is referring to after the yid had done, that which the, that's what the yid has, is, is up to now, after the tshuva, is similar to, cholov, similar to milk. That is. Cholov on its own, milk on its own, there is actually a svara, kosalka daitach in toirasemes, that... The chol of the milk should have actually not been allowed to be drunk. Different reasons why that is. Either it's because dam nek or vanasa chol, because the milk is, so to speak, originating within the blood of the person, of the blood of the animal, or because it's aver menachai, because it's coming from a live animal. Different svaris of possibly why chol would have not even been allowed. However, the Torah is machadish, the Torah comes along and says that no, you are allowed to have milk. In fact, milk is one of the things that we praise Eretz Yisrael with. Eretz Zovas, Cholavadvosh. What does this show? Here we had a thing that seemingly should have been awesome, but we're saying no, we're transforming it. It's Indian of Ishapcha. That which Torah said seemingly it should have been awesome, and yet Torah is coming and allowing it and praising it. It says the Rebbe the same thing, Baruchni Yisrael Yanim. The whole idea of Mitzapai in Yoytziriv. The whole idea why there was any anger, why there was any Aveda, why there was, so to speak, a quarrel with Hashem. And then there had to be that the person holds back his anger. And the fight with his Yetzirah. All is really for the purpose of his skafia, of his hapcha, of subduing, of transforming the Nefesh Bahamas, transforming the bad into good. As the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya on the Posuk, call Po'al Hashem Lumaneu, everything Hashem has made for His sake. The Gamrosha Liyoyimro, even the Rosha for a bad day. What does that mean? Rashi says the Tachlis of even a Rosha is that he should do Tshuva. From his wickedness and transform the bad into day, into light up above. And through this, this causes the real reach nechoyach Lashem, the true nachas for Hashem. As the Altrebbe describes over there in Tanya also, that there is the nachas that comes from something sweet originally, and then there's a special pleasure of something that's sharp or spicy, but when it's done up and made very well to the extent that it becomes a delight to revive the soul, and this causes that Estalik Yekara the Kuchabricha, the Yebishtas, Light, the Abish's glory shines in a very strong way, Bukhulu Omen and all of the Oilmois.